Well, good morning and thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Evan Bray. We've chatted about teachers a lot over the last couple of months. I would say it's probably been the largest consistent topic of discussion that we've had. And today that's not changing. one 877 is your chance to join the conversation on teachers. STF continue rotating strike action, including everything from full day withdrawal of services to lunch hour supervision being taken off the plate. In many cases, withdrawal of extracurricular supervision that is going on. And it's having an impact. There's no doubt about it. It's having an impact. People are talking about it. In fact, I would say it's raising the bar on the discussion for many people. And I'd love to know where you sit. Are you supportive of the teachers in their dispute with the province? Have recent strike action changed the way you think? Rob called in right away. Rob from Regina. And uh, he says, yeah, I'm happy to chat about this. Got strong feelings on this topic. Rob, what is it? I, I support them zero, Evan. Uh, I, I'm disgusted with their behavior. Uh, my daughter's missed out on two field trips over the last few weeks. Um, you're taking away things uh, from kids that uh, makes them excited about going to school. Uh, they're hurting the kids. They're not hurting the government. Right. They won't go back to the table. They've dug their heels in. Um, they want what they want, and the government has addressed certain issues. And they're losing. I'm, I'm telling you, I've talked. To, I'm talking to people that I know, and they're losing support. Like this, this is this has gone beyond. Uh, you know, we're fighting for kids. I don't believe it. I don't believe it one iota, Evan. Mm-hmm. And and you know what Rob is saying is a conversation that I have heard in grocery store lines, in the hallway at work, on the phone with friends. These conversations are taking. Place. And I'd love to know your thoughts when it comes to the teachers. The STF has announced that rotating strike action will now continue on Friday as well. Of course, they've been laying this out fairly systematically. It started on the weekend when they told us that Monday there would be job action yesterday. Then we've now heard Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I actually at one time intended of having a good complete list here where you and I would talk and I would be able to lay out for you, okay, on Tuesday, here's the job action that's happening in the school divisions that are affected. On Wednesday, here it is. But but it's complicated. It is not it is not that easy for for me to just lay this out because it's you know, it affects only certain school divisions and some some are being affected. Like for example, today Teachers have planned a full day rotating strike. So basically school's not happening in school divisions, not to mention the noon hour duties and the extracurricular. In other days this week, it's going to be just a withdrawal of noon hour supervision and extracurricular services. And so some, you know, for parents that are trying to navigate this and understand where this goes, it can be very complicated. And and I've talked about this so much. Here's Here's where it goes for me. I support the teachers. I support the teachers in their efforts for a fair wage. Now, I I don't know that it's going to get to what their first proposal was, which was 2% a year for four years, plus the inclusion of a fairly significant cost of living increase. They're probably not going to get there. But I do support a fair wage increase for teachers. 
I truly appreciate, and I and I believe their efforts are sincere in fighting for change in classroom complexity. I've said all along, I don't think it belongs in the agreement, but I commend the teachers for the fight. And they've brought a lot of things, a lot of issues in our schools to the forefront since this labor dispute started. Now, here's where it gets complicated, I think, because the best way for the teachers to get our attention, especially parents of children in school today, is by not necessarily doing a two-week full strike, but actually by doing things like noon hour supervision and the withdrawal of extracurricular activity. But I think this is also a way that they might be losing some support. You heard it from Rob. Rob called in and said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm done. My child is missing out on field trips. There's all kinds of things that, you know, it's causing us problems in the house. Some people are complaining it's confusing. And so does the latest move by teachers actually compromise the support they have from parents and families? I'd love to know what you think. 1-877-332-8255. Lots of calls on this and uh, lots of support for teachers coming out of the woodwork. I'm going to start with Vince in Regina. What are your thoughts, Vince? Well, I'm in support of the teachers. I think they're entitled to their responsibility. Overworked in the classroom. I think you just might have to speak up a bit. We're having a tough time hearing you, Vince. I'm sorry. Um, is this better? Yep, that's better. You bet. Okay. My phone was in my pocket. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm in support of the teachers, and uh, I believe they deserve a fair wage. I think they are overworked. The classrooms are too great. But I have one thing against the teachers. I just drove down Albert Street, and they are picketing in front of the ledge. They are walking through the walk lights, the wait lights, and they are blocking traffic. And this has happened every time. The last time they did it, a cop was there, and he didn't, she, I'm sorry, she did not even get them to move. She just sat there in her vehicle and watched them plug traffic up. Well, I think the, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm not at the ledge in Regina, but but I think they've got their own legislative security, which, you know, they have police status. But the reality is, and it, this isn't just for teachers, anyone who is who is picketing, you're supposed to obey the traffic laws. So if you're on the sidewalk and you want to cross, when the cross light goes, that's when you can cross. And yes, sometimes they'll walk very slow. I mean, that's all part of it as well. But when it the don't walk sign is there, and it's a red light, then then you shouldn't be. But not everybody always follows those rules, and I would hope that that if there is someone there from a police agency, that they would step in and and you know step into that. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Let's go to Nipple and Paul is on the line. Your thoughts on the teachers' strike, Paul? Where's your support lie? Good morning, Mister Bray. Uh, my support is with the teachers, but I'll explain why. Uh, the government can make all kinds of promises of the millions they're going to put into education. If it isn't negotiated and bargained and signed by both parties, they can withdraw it any time they want because of, okay, revenues are down from oil and potash, and we can't do this anymore. If you remember, I think it was 2017, they just plucked out $50 million from the education budget and slowly gave it back over the years. That doesn't do any good. I'm tired as a, as a, as a taxpayer and listener to your program of being treated like a fool by a government that is going to make these promises that they can renegotiate anytime they want. Complexity is a money issue. And the, and the, board, the school boards, yeah, they should be there uh, making decisions, but they don't have the money to do it. Uh, the people that are against the teachers, 
uh, you know, they're poor children. I, I feel sorry for them, absolutely. But if you don't have a consistent um, a modem of, opera- of operation, if you're, somebody is ruining the classroom with you know, too many uh, kids and not enough help and whatever, then you've got uh, a big problem for the teacher and the students that are in that class. Mm-hmm. But to say that it's all about, oh, the teachers are just one, no, it's for everybody, parents, teachers, uh, uh, and the students. And you can't just treat us like fools and promise a bunch of money and then, yeah, well, you know, politicians can and do break their promises sometimes. And if it's not written down, it's not be worth uh, the, the promise at all. Appreciate you calling in, Paul. one eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. 332 The question is, we're following what's going on with the teachers' dispute. Of course, the fight with the province. They're not able to get a collective agreement. As a result, we're seeing a fair bit of job action by the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation. They just announced today that, yes, Friday, job action will continue. I'm going to go now to Saskatoon. What is your thought? Are you... Uh, on the province side or on the side of the teachers? Um, I'm kind of sort of in the middle of that. Um, the thing I've kind of come to the realization on, the reason the teachers will not bargain without the complexities being in the contract is because the union wants the union to become a, another layer of bureaucracy in these decisions. Mm-hmm. So by adding it to the contract is what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it becomes, you know, well, the, it's an issue, and the union has to approve any uh, solution to the issue, right? right? And that's just, it's just adding another layer that's not going to help anyone, right? It's, it's going to slow things down. The teachers who need, you know, some quick support are not going to get it. Um, the kids in the classroom are not, you know, they're going to be stuck with that, too. You know, it's just, it slows everything down, and it's like, no, we need, you know, complexities sometimes need a quick response, and, and you're not going to get that with another layer of bureaucracy. Right, and and obviously they not only need a, a quick response, it's got to be well thought out, something that all parties are involved in determining how it looks, and sustainable over a, over a period of time, which, I mean, I realize the STF is arguing for all of that. It comes down to a fundamental, you know, discussion of whether or not you think it belongs in the, in the contract. You know, in my opinion, the teachers are absolutely sincere in their efforts in trying to fix classroom complexity. Now, people that are texting in are saying it's the tail wagging the dog, right? The teachers shouldn't be the ones to control everything to do with education in the schools. That's why we've got not only do we have, you know, levels of of, uh, school districts and school boards, but of course the provincial government helps set curriculum and all of that. So there's a lot of people feeling as though, this absolutely should not be settled in the collective agreement. But that's the big sticking point for the teachers. Chris from Cornac, for example, texted in today saying, I'm a father of three young children. I'm personally getting very sick of this teacher strike. It's confusing, a huge inconvenience for parents and kids. And I personally think all of our all of the parents in the province should just pull our kids out of school province-wide until this is settled. Interesting. 
1-877-332-8255. Phone lines are lit up on this. A lot of support for teachers, I have to say. I'm going to go to Vic now, who is uh, calling in from Jackfish. Vic, thanks for calling in. What's your thoughts on the teacher strike, and, and where's your support lie? Um, it's Vic, uh, Evan, and uh, I'm, I'm with the teachers. Uh, I've been involved with unions for four negotiations. Two times we were locked out. One time we went on strike, and the fourth, there was an agreement. It's called negotiating. It's not, give me what I... I want you have to, you know, and we've had, I've had meetings with uh, three premiers, Romano, Devine, and Calvert, to settle these things. Tried to have meetings with Brad Wall and Everett Henley, and they wouldn't meet with the union at all. They they, they just backed right right away from it. And this was a this was a different union outside of teaching, Vic. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Okay, and you, you know, the name says it: negotiate. If you don't go to the table, this is where I am, and, you know, you give me this, I'll give you this. Yeah, it's it's got to go both ways. And, I mean, interest-based negotiations, at, at its most basic concept, is about understanding the interests of the person on the other side of the table. Yes, you're going to look at, at their proposal, and you're going to look at what they're asking for, but what they ask for helps you understand what their interests are. And if you understand their interests, even though you may not offer them exactly what they're asking for, there is a way that you can negotiate, and that's exactly what Vic's talking about, and get a collective agreement. And I, and I mean, I, as an outsider, I'm not at the table, but I think both sides are actually guilty of being rigid in their stance. I think there needs to be some flexibility given to the bargaining teams that are going to the table to try and reach this agreement. Okay, I want to take a break. We got a full line. I got Sean, Kevin, Doug still on the line. Lots of texters as well. I'm going to get back to the phone lines and the text when we come back. It's a whole hour dedicated to discussion and trying to get a feel of where you're at. Are you still supportive of the teachers in this dispute going on with the province. one 332 8255 More of your thoughts when we come back on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. Well, good morning and thanks so much for joining us. We're talking teachers now and right up until 12 o'clock noon today, giving you a chance to weigh in on where your support lies. The STF, of course, has rotating strike action that's been going on now for a while. And as a result, it's, you know, somewhat complicated in the province. You have to go on the website. I know our website for the radio station has all of the details for the province on there as well. But you really have to kind of decipher how it affects you and your community and your children. one 332 8255 It has me asking the question, where does your support lie? Do you still support the teachers in this dispute, or are you thinking that they are asking for too much? I want to go to Sean and Regina now. Thanks for calling in. Where's your support lie on this issue, Sean? Thanks, Tech Michael Evan. I, my support lies with the teachers, and, and the reason being is my wife, Amy, is an EA in Regina. She's worked at numerous community schools, and right now, uh, in the last two years, it's been an enormous challenge. She comes home on a daily basis with... Um, Sometimes bruises with students uh, yelling racial slurs towards her. Uh, she's been kicked in the face. Um, she's been threatened with parents by parents hey. um, and told that she was going to get beat up by gang members. And she is well loved by her 
her her peers and her 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 the kids love her and she loves her job very much so right but she feels as though that she's got no recourse for this and she talks to her staff um, and they're there for her but um, outside of that there's these these kids have to come back to school the next day right and there's problems that that exist outside of school right um, so for for me being a father and then trying to support her as a, I have my own kids in school I have special needs that have uh, you know, I can understand yep. and sympathize that everyone else is having these similar issues with, it's frustrating. We can't get our kids into school, but there's a broader picture here that, um, that's been going on for a very long time under this government where they do not care about education. Um, and, 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 and the kids future, in my opinion, um, if they did, then some of these issues would be, would be talked about and at least considered because teachers cannot continue to get harassed, um, assaulted and um, and and beat up and that and that goes for not just the teachers but as you're pointing out uh, sean teacher assistants educational assistants which are doing such a great job in our schools as well i think i got time for one more call before the bottom of the hour doug in saskatoon thanks for calling in doug what, what are your thoughts where does your support lie on this teacher's issue in the province just listening to that one caller in uh pulling his support for the teachers because it started to inconvenience him and his kids' field trips. I would think a person would be embarrassed to even call in and say something like that. People are upset until it affects their lives, and then they want to pull their support because it's affecting them. These are your kids. If you care so much about them, support these teachers who need the time and the resources and the complexities and the class sizes to all get in check. Our government should be sitting down. You know that the, the government is hoping for this. The government is hoping that once they start doing rotating strikes or they start doing more inconveniences, as the parents would call them, people are going to, the fair weather people are going to start pulling their support mm-hmm. because it's inconveniencing them. And, and you know, Doug, that's that's where this conversation started. We've only got about a minute here, Doug, but I want to keep you on the on the call because I I said I'm a I am a supporter of the teachers. I make no bones about it. I've been a supporter. I support them in what they're trying to do. But I am seeing and witnessing conversations now on a daily basis where people are stepping back from that because of the complicated inconvenience that you and I are talking about. And the same people that will take their kid to a Taylor Swift concert for $1,000 and pull them out of school. Hey, these people, it's going to be an inconvenience until they sit down at the table. And you never win anything in bargaining with somebody until you have some clout or you hold some cards. And if they don't use this card... They're not going to get anywhere. Well, you know, I'm going to, sorry, Doug, I'm stepping in because we've got to take a break, but I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head in terms of this is the thing that the teachers have in their hands that they can do. This is what they can do. And you're right. The, the pressure isn't directly on government. It's on government through families, children in school, students in school, and families. We're going to continue this conversation. Your calls continue your texts. one 332 8255 when we come back on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. Well, good morning and thanks so much for joining us this morning as we continue to talk about teachers' negotiations and how that's going. Of course, the STF has come out with their list of job action that is happening in the province you can uh, check it out on the stf website i you know i have to say i think it's it's complicated to be able to follow this this is where we test 
the communication system, the communication between STF and the school divisions, between the school divisions and the students and parents, because it's complicated, it's murky. I mean, this is a way of drawing this fight out. There's no end in sight. And so the STF is trying to find ways that they can, you know, minimize as opposed to just going on a full two week all out strike, which is very costly and likely not something that they can afford. So doing it the way they're doing it with rotating job action and in some cases pulling lunch hours, supervision and some of these more voluntary things that the teachers have on their plates, it's a way to prolong it. But what effect is it having? on the support that they're getting. Interesting to me, if I go to the text line, generally speaking, a lot of the texts that are coming in are not supportive of the teachers. Jasmine from Regina texts in her daughter is eight. She's now missing out on two field trips. And guess what's important to her? Jasmine said she wants to go with her friends and her father on these field trips. They cancel the extracurricular. Who's it it hurting? Jasmine points out the children. None of it hurts the government. Tom and Dundurn says, I am absolutely not with the teachers. He thinks this is all a bit of a political ploy to get some votes away from the SAS party and in the hands of the NDP. And he thinks the kids are being used as pawns. And Percy in Saskatoon says, I never supported the teachers demanding control, class size and complexity. He says uh, a lot of their friends and other parents that they talk to are turning away from the support they gave to the teachers. So A lot of texters are saying their support is not with the teachers. However, when I go to the phones, there seems to be a fair bit of support there. I'm going to go to Kevin, perhaps the most patient phoner that we've had today, because I know you've been on hold a while, Kevin, in Saskatoon. What are your thoughts? Where's your support on the teachers' dispute? Thanks for taking my call, Evan. Evan, so I have a wife, 34 years as a teacher, went to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, came home every night around 5.30, quarter 6. I have a daughter who's a new teacher, and I have another daughter who, because of good teachers, she's got a chance to be in the College of Medicine. And I think that, you know, people that are calling in are talking about, uh, you know, extracurricular activities that their kids are missing out on the whole bit. The kids are missing out on what they need a teacher to do, and that's teach them. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that focus. And teachers now, you know, I, I feel sorry for kids in school to become a teacher because they're not taught how to deal with a problem child, one that trashes a room, one that bites an EA or kicks an EA or, um, you know, they do all this. They're taught, teachers now are taught that they have to, they have to let this go. They have to let that go. We have to pass children. We have to put children through school, even if they're not doing well. And what that does, it provides parents dealing with problem children with all of the technology and everything in the world that they deal with. It puts more criminals on the street. It, opens up more tutoring for people out of school if their parents really want these kids to go to school and stuff. It's just, it's sad. And I'd like to see that when these unions go to bargaining, I'd like to see them live on TV where everyone can see what's going on, not closed behind closed doors where the taxpayers don't see what's going on. There are things on both sides that need to be worked with. But at the end of the day, for the people calling in about extracurricular activities and things like that, they're not even focused. Take their kid out of school and put him in a daycare. It's cheaper. You know, there's so many points that Kevin made there that I, I would love to dig into. I think, you know, the, the reality of being able to watch if, if I mean, it's not going to happen. But if you had the ability as public to watch the negotiations going on, I wonder, look at the last time both sides pointed at the other side and said they walked away from the table. 
And we run back and forth between the STF and the province and try and determine who's telling the truth. Right? People are pointing fingers, but it's tough to know. But listen, Kevin's point about, I, I mean, I, I have to say he's singing from my song sheet. Uh, I also believe the teachers are such a foundational, instrumental part of not just raising, uh, you know, raising competent leaders because the education system should be setting up tomorrow's leaders for us and getting us set up in that way. I, I mean, I have nothing but accolades for my educational experience going through schools. The teachers I had were outstanding, which is why I have strong support for the teachers. And I have teachers in my family. I've been very open about that. Now, do I blindly support everything they're asking for? No, but I think they've raised a lot of really good issues and it's given us a chance to even just as a province have a better understand of some of the some of the complicating things that are happening in our schools. I want to go to Jerry in Saskatoon next asking the question are you still supportive of the teachers in their dispute with the province? What's your answer to that, Jerry? Yes, I am and uh, reason being the government previously promised in their uh, uh prior budget that class sizes would be negotiated. Right. But unfortunately they lied. So well, well, Jerry, before we say, now. before we say that, what, what we heard is that they, they developed a committee, but the committee never really got any legs to it. And then from that committee should have been some sort of clear mandate into how we're going to address it. So, you know, I don't know if, if I'm, you know, I'm just, you and I are having a conversation. I don't know if they lied or they just started on a journey that they didn't really complete. What do you they think? Finish. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, but it, but but I hear I hear what you're saying. Like, this isn't a new issue, Jerry. That's right. And also, there's, I think, five or six provinces in Canada already that have negotiated right in their contract. And BC stands out uh, uh, forefront because uh, they took it all the way to, to the Supreme Court of Canada. And the Supreme Court of Canada ruled in favor of the uh, teachers that class sizes will be negotiated. Well, our government doesn't have a leg to stand on if uh, they want to if it's taken to the Supreme Court again. I, I think I think you're right. And Jerry, I think that's why we're seeing our provincial government doesn't want to go to an arbitration because an arbitration uh, could result, number one, in them losing control of what the final decision is. But the final decision could draw upon some precedents that are already out there in Canada, which might see class size and complexity end up in the collective agreement. All right, let's go to Troy and Regina. Thanks for waiting on the phone, Troy. We're talking about support. Is the support there for the teachers in this dispute or the province? Where do you lie on this, Troy? I'm 100% against the teachers in this. Reason being is I believe our health care system is completely falling apart. They haven't had a raise in how many years? During COVID and the pandemic, they were mandated to go to work. During COVID, teachers sat at home and did the so-called online teaching. Um, you know, if you're going to strike, strike. Because what they're doing right now, I believe, is pissing off a lot of parents by doing what they're doing. That's not a strike. You know, the government's laughing at that. It's it's and, definitely and, and something, you're right, it's frustrating parents, and, and that's why we're having this discussion to begin with. The other point I have to make, too, is for a, a job that they work eight months a year, they make pretty damn good money. Well, I think it's, tw I'd say, ten months a year. Would you say or no? Are well, you? You're. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. They don't get paid over the summer, but yeah, that's right. And if you count in all their EDOs and their, you got to kids, okay. kids don't go to school like we used to. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. So no, my support 100 percent is is in the government, and I'm glad that they're standing pat on this. Like I said, healthcare is broken. We need to take care of healthcare. 
when health care gets a raise, teachers get a raise. one 332 right, let's go to Frank in Regina. Thanks for calling in, Frank. Where's your support lie on this issue of teachers and the dispute they're having with the province? Well, my support is split. Uh, unfortunately, as long as this uh, Samantha Beacott is uh, in charge of the Teachers' Federation, there's no bargaining in good faith. Whenever she gets to her talking points, she says, this government. So her ideology is right out there, every, every, everything she prefixes with this government. So she's more interested in making this government look bad than solving the issue. And that's why they're not getting back to the table. You know, I mean, I, so there's no doubt when when Samantha Beacott, who's president of the SDF, and she's been on my show, geez, I don't even know now, six times, I think, talking about this, as has Minister Jeremy Cockrell, they, they point fingers. This government, the teachers, you know, they point their fingers back and forth. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, I, I can't say that it isn't political, but... You know what, I guess the one thing I would maybe push back a little bit on, Frank, is that, you know, I don't think it's been bargaining in bad faith. They may have ideology that they're following. They may be very set in their ways. They may be accused of being rigid. Both sides, I think, could be accused of that. Uh, But, you know, I I don't know at this point if we've seen anything that constitutes bad faith bargaining. 1-877-332-8255. I mentioned the, uh, the text line. A lot of people who have not been supportive of teachers, but there's been a few callers as well. And in fact, uh, I got Rob on the line from Govan. Rob, where's your support lie on this issue? Or do you have an opinion? Uh, you support either side? Well, well, I'm, I'm glad. Actually, I'm, I am glad that the teachers have brought this to the forefront because it definitely needs to be talked about because there's, to me, there's, there's problems from one end right to the other. The government has failed, our school boards and our school districts have, have failed, and the teachers, too, have also failed. I've, I've got, and, and I kind of, you said that they only get paid 10 months a year or right, that? Right. I, I, I recall, I recall uh, years ago that uh, they could take their pay over either the 10 months that they taught or they could divide that using math into 12 months and get paid one, like for the full twelve months. Right. So some but, school but divisions, course, some paid, school they're paid. They're, they're paid an annual salary. Yeah. I have the STF salary list right in front of me now. Would you like me to read it out? What no, it's cost? it's an annual salary. All I was going to say, Rob, is that some school divisions allow that. Lots don't. And so what a lot of teachers will do, and I, I've talked quite openly, my wife is a school teacher. She's actually on a leave and doing work at the university now, but she was a teacher for 22 years. So what she would do is she would just basically take money each month and put it aside for those two summer months because she wasn't paid in those months. The school didn't give her an option to be paid. So she took it upon herself to basically set money aside so that she had money through those summer months. So it's possible for them to do it, but it's not necessarily a given within the division, if that's fair. Yeah. Well, I, I think maybe if they, if they can't save them, there's a problem there. And it goes back to like, no one seems to know simple math anymore, whether it's the government, even our teachers don't seem to teach it anymore. And the ability to problem solve too is also no one seems to be able to problem solve anymore. And this is just this is basic basic stuff. And and I'll, I I would like to read you out though class four, class five, class six teachers, when they get out of university, a class four teacher with that's basically four years of education, they start at fifty six thousand dollars a year. The class six teacher, they're up over. 
60,000, 63,000 a year. You go incrementally up to the 10, I, I believe the increments is up to 10 years or for, and so on the, on the, on the, on the flow sheet here, I've got, so it'd be in 11 years, the top salary range is $86,700 for class four, class five, is ninety thousand nine hundred dollars for class five, class six is ninety six thousand yeah. two hundred dollars. Actually, and I'm sorry because this is this is the twenty twenty, and this is right off the STF. Right, site. but 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 I think those rates are you're you're in the right ballpark, Rob. and twenty and twenty twenty two. Well, those those numbers are low. Actually, those are low. I'm sorry, uh, those because the top rate now and. For, for the year of 2022 to 2023, which ended last year, the top rate is $102,000 for a Class 6 teacher. Class 4 is 92000 Right. And those you're, you're bang on. Those numbers are exactly right. Um, and, you know, the, the, the jump from if you've got 10 years plus and you're uh, a teacher with one degree, then you're at that 92,000 uh, teachers that go on and get a second or a master's degree. Uh, they move up on the scale and that's where the, you know, they get up to the higher nineties or at just over a hundred thousand dollars a year. You're, you're bang on with those, but you know, keep in mind this discussion is, it's not just about salary. Salary is part of it. It's about class size and complexion and all of these, these other things that that's what that's what has this as such a, a challenging thing to handle at the bargaining table. I think if it was just wages and benefits, I'm not saying they'd be getting a deal like that, but I think it would be a lot more simple than what we're seeing right now. Okay, I want to take one more quick call. Geez, we're getting tough on time. I'm going to go to Tom and Regina really quickly. Tom, where does your support lie in this teacher's issue? Never was with the teacher's union. On January 23rd, Avenue came out and said the union was threatening its members if they don't tow the union line. That's breaking the law. So you're, because I that's couldn't, teachers wouldn't come on, on the radio with me. That's why I said that, is the, the union said, you know, all communications has to happen through the executive on the union. So they're controlling what people can say. Well, that's you, that's pretty typical of a union. The truth, you want to talk the truth, but people talk. Mm-hmm. You can't threaten people. It's against the law. Well, you know, I, I will say it's, uh, so I mean, it's not a, it's a criminal threat if you're threatening people to do harm and whatever. Uh, you know, I, I do know that unions will put policies in place, especially during bargaining, where they restrict all communications outward to be coming from the union. Now, don't kid yourself. We've heard from teachers. I've had teachers are texting in this morning talking about this. I've had teachers call in, use probably use a different name. I don't know. At the end of the day, uh, you know, the, the teachers aren't going to come out and speak loudly while negotiations are going on. That typically will funnel through the STF. Anyway, you know, it, uh, it's interesting because this latest bit of job action really is one that's got people sparked up and talking, which is why we wanted to dedicate this time to the topic. We got to take a quick break. We're running tight here. You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Truly appreciate the calls and texts we got at one 332 8255 with your thoughts on where your support lies with the teachers dispute in the province. Still a ton of support for the teachers, although there are people that are saying, I never supported them in the first place, and others that are saying, you know what, I did, but 
as this has worn on and now as things are rolling out, it's getting more complicated. It's a, it's affecting extracurricular and some people are waning in their support. Those that are diehard supporters aren't happy about that, but at the end of the day, didn't get to all the texts. I'm hoping after 12 o'clock, I'll have a chance. Uh, got a guest coming just after 12 to talk about the water security agency in the province, but more of your texts before the end of the show today and where your support lies right here on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.